This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys welcome back themselves. After nine months of self-imposed sabbatical, we're back. A lot has changed. A lot has stayed the same. Most importantly, weight has been gained and lost and gained again. It's the EduTech Guys. You're listening to the EduTech Guys. EduTechGuys.com. Hey, yeah, welcome to the rebirth, as it were, of the EduTech guys. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is so nice to be back. So nice to be back. I, it seems like ages ago. Like, you know, I'm thinking it was we 10 years ago since we did it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, I shouldn't say that. We did some uh, some freelance work for Mind Rocket and some things like that, you know, with uh, Chalk.com and some stuff like that. So yeah. we, we, we kept ourselves busy, and and I, I started a, a kind of a new little podcast, The Troubadour Life, and, uh, you know, it, it's great. It's more of a musician thing. Is But, uh, yeah, we've had a really good time. And, and I think one of the things is interesting is it's taken us time to wrap our heads around, hey, what are we going to talk about this next year? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's... That's, to me, that's one of the the biggest I don't know upsides of taking some time off. And I and although I don't recommend nine months to anybody, but uh, <laughs> I, but but definitely taking time off, especially if you are uh, doing a podcast already or thinking about launching a podcast, take a moment and kind of figure out what it is your what, what's your goal. What are you trying to do? So this year. We're we're putting it down to three little letters. Yeah, you know it's real interesting. It, we we ask ourselves this question a lot during the sabbatical, the pandemic, the whatever we're going to call it. Right. But yeah, those three little letters. The, that one word is why. Yeah. You know, why are we doing this? Why it's it's the first one of the first words that a, a child asks you when you tell them to do something. Right. <laughs> when you say don't touch the hot oven. Why you know don't potty on the floor, potty in the potty. Why? You know, wear clothes, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. But you know, it is something that I think is a, is a great question, you know, that we need to ask that can take us for several years, honestly, if we keep looking at why we're doing this, you know, why are we 
coming back to school? Why aren't we staying home? You know, why? And it's not just for the kids, right? Oh I mean, no! I, I mean, I, I like I, I think this question should be asked of you know no matter what you're doing in life you know you're if you're uh, an administrator in in a school building why are you an administrator why did you want to become an administrator maybe you didn't want to become an administrator but you were you know ultimately sort of uh, kind of guided in that direction and now you have found yourself in that administrator role so. Why are you there? What do you hope to accomplish while you're there? Why are you a teacher in the classroom? I, I think you brought up a great point, uh, especially when it comes to how we're doing school. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I can't wait for students, especially you know. Now here in Arkansas, we pretty much fired up in August and went, yeah, we're you know we're doing school. Uh, there's going to be some in person, some virtual, but we're doing it. Honestly, not really paying attention for lack of, I mean, just saying it like it is to what the rest of the country was doing school wise, which was, you know, a lot of them were like, yeah, we're not doing school, uh, you know, or it's hundred percent right. virtual right. or, you know, they're just now going to be coming back to school for the 21, 22 school year. And we're like, wait a minute, you weren't already in school. So, yeah, so ultimately yeah. students are going to be asking, well, why, why do I have to come back to the building? I, you know, virtual is working fine for me. Or one of the, one of my soapbox, for lack of a better word, uh, one of my soapbox things is this: Why are we still going to be doing school the way we've been doing school? And and I mean all the way that I, I mean that down all, all the way to the student level. That is what I mean by that is that uh, if I've got students who. Uh, you know, of course, they've got to have, have education. But if, uh, if for whatever reason, uh, a student prefers a math program in a district that's 30 miles away, mm. why can't they take that virtually? Right. You know, now, if there's a local program that they like, sure. But, you know, I, I mean, let's let, why not? Why can't we have true anytime, anywhere, mm. you know, any way learning. Well, I can answer some of that because why is I've got to have pizza and corn at least one day a week. I mean, it's got to be on the train. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that why question, it, it actually hits every aspect of, of our lives. But let's take a look at an education. I mean, I, a lot of times I talk to former students who are having a hard time of figuring out their path. And, and we've all been there or in the midst of it. That's kind of where we all are. Most of us, 90% of our lives why? What am I doing? Where is this leading? What am I, what's going on? And I think this is a question that can be asked by administrators, by teachers, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I doing it this way? Um, it could even go down to the suppliers. I mean, there could be an educational service provider that ha really needs to sit down with its team and say, why are we doing this? Are we doing this for the kids, for the teachers, for education, for the history of mankind? Are we doing it just to make money? And, and interestingly enough, I don't think the why is important, but defining the why is important. Because if you're making money, then great. You know the answer. Why am I doing this? I'm making money. Okay, great. At least you know what the goal is and the why is answered. Um, I think a lot of times we go into stuff without the why being answered. It's that we have to do the what. It's, well, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Uh, we have to get these test scores high. Well, why? Ah, so, you know, but, but the why is because the state said we had to. Why? Right. And it just keeps, you know, and that's that's it. Like a, a kid who can say, you know, why am I why am I even going to school? My sister is a, is an influencer and has 15,000 followers and gets a new pair of Adidas every two weeks, you know, in the mail. Why do I need a degree to take pictures of myself wearing Adidas? 
you know, and running into walls and making funny TikToks. I mean, doesn't doesn't really make a lot of sense. But I think that that's, you know, something we need to, to reach out to the right people and the right the students and teachers and parents. I mean, this opens up a breadth of uh, an area uh, that we really, I think, might be our, our calling to find out this next year why. Why? Well, we love making the show and we love visiting with educators and hearing their stories at events all across the nation. Yeah, you can help us continue spreading that love by, well, you can either sponsor the show, you could sponsor conference appearances, or you could even do both. Yeah, visit the edutechguys.com slash sponsors to find out how you can help keep the edutech guys the you know, train rolling down the tracks and get your name or company or your school or anything in the market you may not currently occupy. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, and if you're listening and, and sponsorship's not the way you want to go, we are certainly lurk, looking for guests to come on the show. We're lurking for hey, guests. We're lurking for guests <laughs> uh, and to, to, to share your why. Maybe you already know your why. You've Maybe you've been down this road, whether personally or with your particular uh, organization or your school district. Maybe you guys have already addressed the why. We'd love to hear that. Or maybe you want to come on the show and we'll help you find your why. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? One of our topics on our, our show notes today is where have we been? You know, but that's a question that we'd like to ask you. Where have you been? You know, your jobs have morphed. You know, virtual learning is in place. Zoom meetings have taken over the the internet. Uh, podcast series have just blown up everywhere and mm-hmm. more people have podcasts. Well, we want to know about that. We want to know about that, your home life even. Um, your, how society has changed for you. It's not just about the why, but it kind of is. Sure. What have you been doing and what's changed in your life? Because I think it would be hard pressed for anyone out there to not say that what has happened in this country and around the world in the last year and a half year um, hasn't deeply affected all of us. Hey, so before the break, we were talking about where things are with you, with us, with uh, what you've been doing, why you've been doing, what you've been doing over this, uh, well, we're going to, I guess we'll call it the pandemic break. I don't know what you want to call that, <laughs> uh, but you can, you can let us know, reach out to us on Twitter at EduTechGuys, hit us up on Facebook, uh, EduTechGuys, basically you Google EduTechGuys, that's right. Yeah. Reach out to us and uh, you we're can always, yeah, we're always posting crazy you, you stuff. You go to the Googles and you type in the Edutech guys, you're going to find our two sweet cherub-like faces looking back at you. <laughs> exactly. So a couple of things to think about uh, as you are pondering uh, what your what your plans are and, and what you're, as you're trying to figure out your why out there as you're listening, um, just some different things to think about in terms of moving forward and the importance of engagement. Things to think about, uh, your virtual and in-person and hybrid education, the importance of engagement at the teacher level. What does teacher engagement look like for you for, if you're an administrator, what does that look like for your teachers? Well, you know, Uh, I'd like to throw in, you know, and that gets into a trusting element. I mean, I think that's one thing that came out of this among many things that came out of this pandemic. 
vacation, um, whatever it is, <laughs> was no vacation um, from this pandemic uh, break. Uh, this new learning style that we did is we I think we all started to realize we had to trust a lot more people um, in our, you know, in our, uh, our tribes yeah. and to use some of that vernacular from the past, you know, because we had to rely on our tech people to make sure stuff was happening. And, you know, our, our curriculum people to make sure that we knew what we were going to teach online and everything. So that's, that's a great one. What, what do you think about student engagement? Well, I, when it comes to student engagement, I think to me, one of the biggest hurdles, honestly, I think a lot of teachers faced, or, or maybe one of the, the biggest kind of revelations that teachers faced were the fact that uh, student responsibility became one of the most, one of the foremost issues in their own education. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, when things went either hybrid or in a lot of cases, completely virtual, it fell on the students to be responsible mm. for their learning for a big part of it. Yes, we had the instructors, facilitators. They were churning out the, the work that the students needed to you know respond to and be able to demonstrate their content knowledge. But I think that because a lot of that fell into the students' laps, mm. uh, they were way more responsible for their own education than sitting in the classroom, you know, being preached to uh, every day. It, it was a completely different environment that these students had to either step up or not step up. And then at that point, you've got the engagement of the educators to turn around and go, oh my gosh, we're, we're, we're losing these particular students. Mm. You know, that, that's a huge topic this year is well, learning loss. Well, and let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about uh, one of the notes we had here was student responsibility training. Mm -hmm. You know, we all know stories of students that, that thrived in this. Like I've got 24 hours, I've got a week to get this done. You know, some kids jumped into it and finished everything in a day. And some of them were smart enough to go, I'm going to have a great day for three days. And then for two days, I'm I'm going to work on all my work and get it done. And they started learning stuff, but some of them didn't. Right. And some of those that did it the other way also didn't take on the responsibility of the auto learning. The, uh, is that autodidactism, you know, they, they didn't take on the responsibilities of, okay, now you have all this time and your time management and what you're going to, you've got to keep learning just because you got the classwork done. Let's do something else. So I think student responsibility and helping students learn how to use that now that they've been thrust into it at the first is going to be be a huge, huge deal. And and but I think all this gets back to the basis of the simplicity of teaching and learning mm -hmm. is that, you know, that's the basis of it. Let's let's start back and let's take a look at it and, you know, let's calmly and boldly go, you know, or to quote Galaxy Quest, never surrender, never, you know, <laughs> that's right. Galaxy Quest thing. for all you nerds out there, <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. Tim Allen fans, that's right. by Grabthar's hammer. So, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> that just popped into my brain. So there you go. That's a freebie on the, on the, on the, on the podcast today. That's right. That's right. But you know, yeah, David, you're right. Um, I think there's a lot of things to look forward to. And as we move forward and I think we have a lot of discussions that are going to be a, a lot of fun with a lot of people that we know and how they're handling this and how some of them aren't handling it. And mm -hmm. we know a lot of people that have changed careers and have changed yes. direction completely um, and, and beliefs of, because it's not just the pandemic that happened. A lot of things have happened um, in our lives 
between 2020 and 2021? Sure. I, I think uh, I, my, my mind immediately goes to a lot of the folks that we have talked to and a lot of the people that we have known over the years who, um, prior to all of this, they made their living by going around and, and visiting schools and talking to their teachers and administrators. And, you know, frankly, some of them were just educational cheerleaders for, you know, I mean, sorry, but that's how it sure, was. Sure. Well, and I think a lot of them were We'll say, we'll with say evangelist to give him a look. Okay, education evangelist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, they were forced to hold that mirror up to them and go, why am I doing this? Or you have the districts on the other on the other side going, why am I paying $10,000 to have this person come in? Sure, and, and look how many districts went, wow, I just had seven people emerge or 10 people or 15 mm-hmm. people emerge in my district yes. that are my cheerleaders right here on staff, exactly. that are my evangelists, that are my PD providers that are you know, my my experts, you know, my tribe leaders right here on staff. Yeah, a lot has changed. And I think we will be going through this change for you know a couple of years until we can settle back down and find uh, the new, you know, the new mode of education. It's going to be fun. Oh, I mean, yeah, I agree. And, and it's one of the things that, you know, we're not just sitting here, you know, pointing the mic at you guys listening, saying, you know, what's your why? That's something Jeff and I are doing with EduTech guys. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are we doing EduTech guys? What do we hope to achieve with it? What is What are our goals moving forward now that we've been away for a little while and, and you know, life yeah, for everybody has changed. Yeah, because the, the know, bills for the yacht another. keep coming in. The bills for the EduTech guy's yeah, yacht keep coming right, in. We right. got to keep <laughs> you and that freaking helicopter. That freaking it's it's a yacht, which is, it's a two manner. It's got a trolling motor on it. It's aluminum from 1978, <laughs> yeah, sitting right. in a pond out behind my house. And <laughs> sorry, it's this tractor on the side. Sometimes, if we're feeling you know really really out there, we we paddle. So um, yeah, <laughs> upstream, upstream. <laughs> Off the cliff, both. Oh ways. my gosh! So I tell you what, we're going to take another quick break and uh, check a commercial and uh, a commercial. Uh, we're going to listen from one of our our folks, our sponsors, our our, our compadres, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Hey, we want to give a big shout out to Soundtrap. If you're not using Soundtrap to create and edit your podcast or using it in your classroom with your students, teaching them music loops and all that kind of great stuff, then you're really missing out. Soundtrap, Soundtrap.com. Hey, welcome back. And we are bringing back one of the features from the old school days. <laughs> EduTech Tips. There you go. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the EduTech Tip uh, of the podcast. It used to be of the week, but uh, we're, we're, I don't know if we're doing weekly or not. But anyhow, let's talk about this particular tech tape. And this is something you may or may not be aware of. Uh, there is a... a I'm going to say new because it's only it's been around for a couple of years now, but it's new. The new dot new domain. So it ends with dot new. Uh, back in 2019, Google launched the dot new domain as a shortcut way to get to some of your favorite online tools. So, for example, if you want to create a new Google presentation just from a URL, you just go to slides.new and boom, it instantly drops you into uh, presentations with a new slide. Oh, that's interesting. I was like, holy cow, man. So uh, other things you can do, you want to do, you want to create a new podcast episode and you're already using Anchor, just go to podcast.new. And if you're already signed in to Anchor, it'll immediately take you to the new episode feature in Anchor. That's now, smooth. if you're not already signed up or you're not signed in, then you got to kind of jump through those little hoops sure. first. But then once you're in, 
podcast.new, boom, instantly. And there are a ton of them. As a matter of fact, you can go to a full list of all those shortcuts. You go to what's, W-H-A-T-S, what's.new slash shortcuts, and that'll give you the whole list. And there are a ton of them. And they're from everybody. There's Microsoft, Adobe, I don't know, tons of them. Well, anyway, if you go to why.new, it brings up, uh, it says, do you have your towel? And it's the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide at the Gallant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, that'd be hilarious. Is that, right? that would be a great reference. That would be hilarious. <laughs> hey, listen, it's been a great show. Um, we hope you are glad we're back. We're really glad to be back. We look forward to hearing you, and we look forward to the conferences in the future where we get to see you again. We miss all of our friends. And we miss all the educators and all the stuff that you bring to us. And uh, we hope you have a great rest of the week. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. And we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the EduTech Guys. EduTechGuys.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all. all. But B- don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.